This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 126, Numb versus Neutral. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hi there, beautiful, unstoppable woman. So happy to have you for another episode. I swear I start every episode saying that, but I can't help it. I'm always so grateful that you're here. Today, we're going to be talking about numb versus neutral. This is a question I get often with my clients. Lindsay, am I numb or am I just neutral? And I'll get into all the logistics as to why they ask that because it may not be a question that goes through your head, but it is for them. And I'll again, tell you why in a bit. Before I get into all of that, first off, if I sound a little different, it's because I'm recording on my phone. I've had so many tech things just go wrong today between cords not working, not finding headsets. It's been a very, very busy few weeks for me. Just to give you a little insight, last week I had my very first live event for some of my clients, so I got to meet them in real life, which is so much fun. I haven't met many of them, and some of them I have known for five, six years. So it was just incredible to have them right in front of me for a few days and we got to celebrate them. So what we did is we created recap videos of their growth this past year and we started those videos with their consult call because even if they were renewing, there was a consult call of, okay, what do you want to gain this next year to say this is the best investment? And so we had clips of that consult of what they said they want to gain. Then we had clips of them getting coached throughout the year and making progress. And then we showed the final product. And each video is about eight to 10 minutes long. And then after we showed their video, they had about a 20 minute hot seat where they just talked about maybe things we missed in the video, how they felt watching it. And we went around the room and all the different women shared what they learned from them throughout the year. If they were in my group program called Living the Dream, which is my program for ongoing clients. And if they were one-on-one clients and they just happened to meet them, they shared what they gained most from their video. So it was a beautiful experience because it's just so powerful, I think, to seeing the community of these women. You know, I've, I've had online communities now for years. Ever since I started my business, I had an online community. But, you know, the online world is kind of noisy and we pop in and out. And it's different when you're in person with people. But what was so cool was that, you know, these 
women have been online buddies for a while now and, and witnessing one another in group coaching calls, again, if they've been in my group program, and then to meet you know, one another in real life and to tell them in person words of affirmation and inspiration and just share, you know, their feelings about that person was so powerful. There were lots of tears. There were lots of hugs. Oh, it was just a very wonderful experience. I'm still soaking it in now that it's only a week later. I feel like my self-concept as a coach has completely changed to a whole new level of holy crap. Look at what I've helped these women do this past year during a global pandemic when I had a two-year-old mostly on my hip all year with very little to no childcare. So I'm just feeling so proud of myself, of course, feeling so proud of them and all they've accomplished. You know, it's not easy to do this work sometimes. And we lost some friends along the way who just couldn't keep the momentum going for whatever reason, you know, different self-sabotaging things that were going on. And I'm just so proud of them making it to that room. And we even missed a couple of friends because they just couldn't make it that weekend. And so I'll be sharing their videos with them one-on-one soon. So anyways, it's just been a, an amazing few weeks. It's been a lot too to manage that with my personal life and just the energy of meeting them in person and holding that space for them all weekend. I must admit there were times I was really tired over that weekend. Next year, I'm, I need to manage my energy better. I told them, I was like, you're going to see how introverted I am and how Enneagram 5 I am. But again, it was such a beautiful experience. And then tomorrow... I fly out to Mexico for a few days with my husband. So I'm actually recording this on a Friday night at 10 o'clock at night in my master bedroom closet, as I said, on my iPhone, making this happen. I am at the absolute end of a due date of getting this episode out. And I'm just here making it happen before I fly out tomorrow to go spend some time with him. We haven't had a trip alone in a long time. I think since our honeymoon, which was five years ago because then we got pregnant and had my son. So oh, just a lot going on. And two, I'm in a launch right now, launching to my ongoing clients to join Living the Dream next year. Summer's ending. I'm transitioning to fall with my kids or going back to school. You know, just all the things, right? So I just wanted to share all that with you to, <laughs> who knows why, warm it up, I guess. Oh my gosh. But Today, I'm talking to you about numb versus neutral. And as I said earlier, this is a very, very, very common client question, especially for my ongoing clients. And here's why. Because when they go through the coaching process, the first three months of coaching, we get into what I consider the block work. What are the things that are holding them back from success? And we're looking at primary thoughts that I call bullet holes that are keeping them stuck from moving forward. And most of these bullet holes are things that are in the sub or unconscious. So it's things that's happened from their past. They had you know, thoughts that they took away from those experiences about themselves, the world, and others. And then from there, they just started to, in essence, recreate those experiences over and over and over again. It goes back to, you know, an example given often is you tend to date the parent that hurt you the most over and over and over again. You know, I used to tell my therapist when I used to see a therapist that it was like I was dating the same guy over and over again. They just got better looking. <laughs> and it wasn't until I did that work did things start to shift for me. So that's 
typically what we do the first three months. And in that work, they typically feel a little funky. It doesn't feel so great. And what's so eye-opening about that work is it's not just the work that feels a little funky. They realize, holy crap, I've actually spent most of my life feeling funky, but I didn't realize it until I've gone into the depth of it. And I will tell you, this happens at any level. I'm dealing this with my own growth. You know, I've done this work now for, gosh, six, seven years, and I'm at a new level right now doing this work. And just last week, I had a call with Casey Joy, who I've brought on the podcast before. She coaches me. And um, we were talking about things in my marriage. And as we dug deeper and deeper, I'm like, oh, this feels so uncomfortable. I'm seeing now how I'm holding myself back. I'm seeing now the depth of the sadness and feeling the sadness of how I'm holding myself back. And that feeling has always been there, but I just didn't have the time or the space or the awareness, frankly, to really go deeper into that and to pull that out. And so right now it feels really funky. You know, it's just like when you go and you get a boo-boo, right? You go and you skin your knee. At first, it doesn't feel so bad, but then when you're going and you're treating it, you know, I think of a kid, now they have all these like neosporin things that doesn't hurt, right? But at the time, it was like, oh my gosh, that hurts so bad before things would start to heal, right? In the psychology world, they call it the Herxheimer effect. Things get worse before they get better, okay? So that's how my clients feel the first three months is like, oh, this isn't feeling so great. Now I have some clients, like I have one right now I'm thinking of, She's doing really well in the first 90 days. Like we're getting through stuff. She is applying it really fast. And she's like, man, Lindsay, I feel better than ever. Now I know how to shift out of these thoughts. And so everybody's different. But typically the first three months, you're feeling kind of icky because you're going and feeling the depth of what needs to be let go. Then the next three months of coaching, people are feeling really good. And typically by the end of those first three months, you know, I'll ask them and I'll check in and say, how are you feeling lately? And I show them this emotional chart of the frequency of emotions. And that chart goes from the lowest frequency emotion, which is shame, goes up then to guilt and sadness. And then it goes up a little bit more and goes to anger and goes to empowerment. And then in the middle of that chart is neutrality. Okay, so neutral. And typically at the end of those first three months, they're like, Lindsay, I feel pretty neutral now. And I'm like, great, that's awesome. That's exactly how I want you to feel right now in the coaching process. But then after that, they start to have an upswing typically. And so they start to feel more feelings of peace and joy and love and gratitude and courage and all those yummy things, right? And so they'll feel those for three months and then they'll take action. So the last three months are in this massive action. They'll feel some discomfort lightly because they're taking that massive action and maybe some other things will come up for them, but they're still pretty much on that high. Like if they dip down, they dip down to that neutral feeling. And if they dip lower than that neutral feeling into, you know, what's called like quote unquote low level emotions or quote unquote negative emotions, then they can pull themselves out pretty quickly back to neutral because we've just recently done a fresh clean out of the blocks that have been holding them back for them to be able to get this upswing and this up level. But what happens after that, if they don't continue to work with me, especially I've seen this, I mentioned often I had this living the dream program for my ongoing clients. And so after those nine months, just kind of depending on when they end and when living the dream is open, because it's only open every August, I will then ask them if they want to join living the dream. 
And for the clients that do, then they just continue this upswing, right? And they continue feeling neutrality. But they also dip down into low level of emotions too, because typically, you know, they're then ready for their next up level. So I'll give you an example. I have a client who she came in, she said, Lindsay, I really want to find what my life purpose is. I have a taste of what that is because I have a day job and I have the side job and I really, really love my side job. And I really want to make the transition to that. But I want to make sure I'm, I'm you know, really focusing on what my life purpose is. And I was like, great, awesome. So we work together, we find the life purpose. She's really then very clear about where she wants to go next in her career, which has elements of her side gig in there. But we were able to expand that into her building this really authentic business for her. And so we've done that. And she was somebody that I celebrated this past weekend of her doing that. Not only that, she got a new job in her day job, and then she has already gotten promoted at that day job. And she's increased her income many times over to now make six figures plus in her day job. And this is somebody I wish I could tell you her whole story. I need to bring her on the podcast because she came from making next to minimum wage and has worked her way up to now being an executive. So just a beautiful story. But anyways, we accomplished that goal, right? We got her really firm on where she wants to go next in her career. We were even able to up-level her current career, which is a bonus. And we did so many other things in there, right? But now she's at a place of, okay, now I want to build my authentic business even more. And I want support doing that. And so she's just on her new level. She's now ready to get more visibility, to really put herself out there as a business owner more, to make the transition this next year from basically full-time corporate person to full-time entrepreneur. And so luckily, she was very smart and she said yes to living the dream. And so this next year, we're going to be able to continue her upswing and her momentum. Now, had she not said yes, I don't know what would have happened, but I've seen this happen with some of my clients is they'll say no for whatever reason. And I respect that. And then what happens is that, yeah, they have the coaching tools and yes, they can still keep a momentum. You know, I've kind of talked about this on other podcast episodes. I did this as a client. I worked with my coach for nine months. After nine months, I was like, okay, I'm good. I'll call you if I need you. And I called her every once in a while for a session here or there. But then I, you know, I had an upswing and I continued that upswing for maybe about a year after we were done coaching. And then I started to flatline. And then I started to move backwards. And then I just couldn't keep the forward momentum going. And it just kind of, I just started spinning for a couple years. And it wasn't until 2019, so a couple years even after that, to just give you a timeline, I know you're like, 2019, what, how many years? It was like a couple years. I was kind of like that. I called her up and I was like, hey, I need coaching again. I need some help. And it wasn't until I said yes to myself with that coaching and she started to show me blocks that I just couldn't see, even though I had all the tools for, for success and I'm a coach myself, I'm just too close to my own damn brain. And I was able then to get back up into that massive action place and get to my next up level. And if you've heard my story, you know, 2019, my business started to really have some momentum, 2020, even more momentum and 2021 has been even more like what I'm. I'm about to do this month in my business and one month is what I did all last year to give you an idea. 
So things are really picking up for me. And especially because I'm getting more and more and more coaching. I've been coached a lot this past year. All right. So anyways, just wanted to give you all the story there. So going back to numb versus neutral. Why is this a question for them? Because they're so used to feeling neutral that sometimes when new up levels come up for them, numb and neutral feel similar or so they think on the surface. But what's really happening is this inner mean girl voice. So that negative inner voice in your head that puts you down also in the psych world is known as the ego will come in and start to self-sabotage and very gently start to just make you numb and numb and numb and numb and numb. Okay. So first off, what I want to do is I want to just break down what numb looks and feels like and what neutral looks and feel like. And then we'll start to break down how you can start to determine when you're in either mindset. Okay. So let's talk neutral first. So when you're in a state of neutrality, you are emotionally and you are physically present, okay? So if you're in a room, you are fully in that room. You're not on your phone. You're not thinking about other things that you have to do. You're truly embodied in that room, taking in the sights, the sounds, the smells, the tastes, what you're looking at, right? You just feel very, very present. And you're engaged with life because you're so present, but you're not attached to anything. You know, I have so many clients, I'll ask them a question at one point in the coaching process. Tell me a time when you felt most authentically like you. And every effing time when they tell me a memory, it's about a time they were really present. Okay. And so again, they're just really engaged with life and they're just like, I'm just, I was just one example I'm thinking of as a client who was sitting on the lawn. And she was just sitting on a lawn talking to a friend. They were just having some drinks and having some tasty food. And they were just connecting. And she was totally present in the moment. Such a simple moment, right? But yet that's the first thing that came up to her when I said, tell me a time when you felt most authentically like you. And so she wasn't attached to the day, wasn't attached to the conversation or how anything would go. She was just in the moment, okay? And because you're in the moment and because you're so present, it's so easy for you to just be fully authentically you. It's just like you're not thinking about the past or future. You're thinking about right now and you're thinking about just enjoying the moment. And so, of course, you know, the best part of you comes out or the most authentic part of you comes out because that's just what happens when you're present. So many of us can't get to that neutral state because our brains, without us knowing it most times, are so stuck on programming from the past. And so that's why with my clients, we spend those first three months clearing out the past stuff, clearing out those blocks. And then at the end of those three months, they're feeling neutral because they're not in the past anymore. And if a client has anxiety, I'm one of them. I definitely have anxiety as well. Then what we've done is we've taught them mindfulness techniques to guide their brain back anytime they have an anxious thought. So again, they can be really present. And so that's why, again, they're feeling very neutral. Okay. Making sense? I hope so. So typically too, when someone's neutral, they feel pretty spiritually connection. (laughs) Let me say that again. They feel spiritually connected. 
if that's their thing. So for most of my clients, if not all of my clients, they have some sort of spiritual belief. I've had clients before who don't have a spiritual connection. And I will tell you, I'm starting to realize that those that don't, don't thrive as much in my coaching process as the ones that do. And just to give you a little background, you know, my coaching process is highly based on the coaching school I went to, which at the time was called the Gardner Institute and now has been rebranded to the Divine Intelligence Institute. And so when she rebranded and she, I'm referring to a woman named Dr. Jane Gardner, she made it a very spiritual process. And she's like, this will keep, well, this process will allow you to be more spiritually connected. So at the time when I learned the process, it wasn't like that. It was very scientifically based, but then she's evolved to it being a spiritual process because, you know, people who go through this process, they just grow their spirituality practice. And so again, if they're not a spiritual person, the work just doesn't sink in as much and they don't have that higher upswing of those high emotions. And so it's just like, I can get them to neutral, but they tend to just kind of stay in neutral and they tend to stay at low level emotions. In fact, I actually had to let a client go recently who wasn't spiritual at all because when we got to the second part of the coaching process, she would have an upswing, but then she would immediately have a downswing again. And then we would have an upswing and then another downswing. And anytime I, she had a downswing, I would ask her questions for her to see the bigger picture of life. And but because she had no spiritual connection, It was really hard for her to get there. So anyways, going back to neutral, what it feels like you feel really spiritually connected. And so for my clients, they know this to be true too, because we've done a lot of work on who their authentic self is and their authentic self is the, in essence, like for lack of a better word, like they're God given them. Okay. So the version of them that they were meant to be before society programmed and things and before they experienced things that hurt them. Okay. And so because of that, then they're like, oh my gosh, this is who I'm meant to be in the world, not this other version of myself. And so you just naturally feel very spiritually connected. You also feel really energized when you're neutral, but it's not like this <sighs> kind of energy. It's a grounded energy. Again, it's like you're very embodied. So you're in your body, you're present, and you're just in the moment. And so you're just like, yeah, I'm here for whatever life brings me, but I'm not coming at life with what I often say is like this frantic action energy of where are we going and what are we doing? And And you're like, whoo, girl, take a breath, right? When you're neutral, you're like, I'm just here, I'm open. I'm here to take an abundance. I'm here if things get thrown my way that I will redirect it and I will make it work for my greatest good. Also, you're not really needing distractions when you're neutral. And so distractions are things that you do that you don't want to do, but you're doing them anyway. So, you know, for some people, it's going home every night and having a glass of wine or maybe many glasses of wine and being like, oh, I really want to quit drinking going home, watching Netflix, being on their phone, or just doing it even when they're not at home and being like, oh, I hate being on this phone. Why am I doing this? Or I hate watching all this TV. I don't really want to do that. Or they go around and they gossip around people, or they're overworking, or they're over caretaking, or they're shopping when they really don't want to. Okay. So again, a distraction can be any of those things, but really the core definition is you're doing it, but you don't want to do it. 
And so when you're neutral, you're not really doing this. And that's why, again, with my clients, those first three months, we are testing them on what are your top distractions. And I'm teaching them how to cut them intentionally. And then they get cut unintentionally just by the work that we do together in those first three months to feel, deal, and heal through the blocks and the traumas and whatever word you want to call it that have been holding them back, okay? And so again, when you don't have distractions in your life, you just feel really free too of, I don't really, because really what distractions are is you're using those things so you don't have to feel emotion. So you're wanting a quick hit of an endorphin. Ooh, let me swipe that credit card and buy that thing on Amazon. Ooh, let me eat that chocolate. Ooh, let me drink that wine. Ooh, let me say this gossip because it feels so good to say it in that one moment, right? But when you're neutral, you don't need those quick hits because you felt through the, you know, quote unquote negative emotion. And so you don't need anything to numb you out of that. You're just like, it's not even present for me at this time, right? And so because of that too, you're really clear headed. And so then you can easily start to go into those higher level emotions of being creative and expressive, like showing your love and being connected and gratitude. And that's when you can open up vulnerability and you can hold space for other people with their vulnerability. If we go back to that one client example, when I asked her the memory of her most authentic self, like I said, it's just her and her friends sitting on a lawn, talking, being vulnerable with one another, sharing stories about life. And it was just a very beautiful experience for her because she was able to be vulnerable, right? All right, so that's what neutral feels like. Now let's look at numb. So numb is, now you might be like physically present in a room, but you're feeling really out of it, okay? So I know when I felt numb, it'll be like, okay, I know that I'm sitting here at this room in my daughter's school right now, and she's getting up to perform, but I'm just like really out of it (laughs) of what's going on around me. I don't really feel like I'm in my body. I'm likely probably in my head a lot, likely overthinking things, or I'm just feeling really tired. Because for me and a lot of my clients, when we feel numb, we feel really tired. It's like you're a zombie almost. You're just, you're just so out of it. And even if you're getting decent sleep, you're still like, gosh, why do I feel so tired? You feel because you're so tired too, you're like you're a muted or dulled version of yourself of just like, oh, hey guys, what's going on? And so you don't really even have emotion. It's just, you're, you're just out of it, right? I spent, gosh, a decade of my life at least being pretty numb. I went years of my life without crying. And I would feel happy sometimes that it was kind of just like this fake happy, I would describe it. I don't know if you, if you follow me for a while, you can even hear in my voice as I've grown and changed as not just a coach, but a human being, my voice has changed over the years. My energy has changed. Now, there are times in certain episodes, I'll be like, da, 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 da. <laughs> but for the most part, it's like I'm pretty chill. I'm pretty present. But again, when you're numb most of the time and you do feel those high level emotions, it's it's almost like an anxious feeling, like somebody who's drank too much ca- caffeine, right? <laughs> and so they're really not present 
And that's the easiest way for me to feel the difference between numb and neutral is you're just not present in the moment. You're likely in the past or in the future in your head. So you're trying to plan through something that, you know, something that's happening in the future that you want to think through or avoid or diminish your anxiety so that it feels better to you to plan in the future or you're in the past thinking about things that have happened and wishing it would change, you know, The time I was definitely the numbest in my life was when I went through my divorce. I mean, I would just sit in the bathtub for hours and stare at the wall and do nothing. I would sit in the bath for so long that I got irritated on my back, uh, the skin of just like sitting in against the tub. It was, it was a lot. And that was just because I could not be present to fully take in yet the trauma I was experiencing and the trauma of my daughter going with her father and how scary that felt at the time. And so I was really out of it. I was using distractions often. Like, you know, there were times too, I would go out and I would just get super drunk. There were times too, when I started dating again, of just like, oh, give me the quick hit of, you know, a hot date or, you know, meeting this guy and him like whining and dining me and feeling that and trying to keep my mind off of how I really felt, which is really shitty. But I didn't have the tools either to to feel the depth of that. And so, so many of us are walking around like, oh, well, I'm just going through a hard time or it's because I had a hard childhood or this or that. And the reality is, is yeah, do those things impact you? Absolutely. I'm not diminishing them. But you just don't have the tools either to fill the depth of them. You know, I was just talking to one of my clients who's actually a budding new coach. And she was talking about this with one of her clients, how her client comes to the call and she is happy and she really doesn't have anything to coach on. But yet you can tell by her quality of life, just some of the behavior she does is like she's not as happy as she appears And so I was coaching my client on it. And I said, listen, you've got to either get her into the depth of her feelings or she needs to shift her thinking and move on. But what she's doing right now is she's putting this, you know, fake bandaid in things and she's sort of swimming in her feelings, but sort of not. And it's either like, let's get to the depth of this and heal the shit out of it or let's shift it and move on. And where my motto always is, is let's go to the depth of it. I mean, if we need to put a Band-Aid on it for some immediate reason, because, you know, you've got something coming up at work and you just need a quick mindset shift to be able to perform or, you know, you're just not at a headspace where you want to go into the depth of things, that's fine. But the, the way to really heal it is to go into the depth of it and, you know, feel the depth of whatever is going on inside of you to then be out of that numb feeling and likely some other feelings that don't feel so fun. And two, you're probably using distractions a lot. Like I already said that. And you just feel foggy. You just like, again, very zombie-like. It's so interesting because once I got out of the state of mind of being numb, I realized all of my friends at the time were, were like zombies. And now I can't help but see it when I'm just walking around. I'm like, oh, that woman's numb. Oh, that woman's numb. That woman's numb. Oh, he's numb. <laughs> That's numb. And it breaks my heart to be honest with you because it's not, it's not a fun feeling. You want to be fully present for life and, and 
experience the depth of it, even the shitty things. You know, there are even times, even this week, I was, again, coaching with Casey and we're getting into some depth of things and it's so uncomfortable at times and my body reacts to it in certain ways. So I'm dealing with really owning my feminine power right now. And so, you know, the feminine parts of me are reacting to that, believe it or not. It's crazy. And that's really uncomfortable. I don't like feeling like crap (laughs) physically, mentally, emotionally, but I know that this will lead to change. I know the process enough. Thank God that I will feel the depth of this and then I'll have a breakthrough and it will change. And I just experienced this even just a few weeks ago. You know, I talked about it I think a little bit on my body episode, or I think I talked a lot about it, actually. I think it was the episode right before this one of I just went into the depth of one of my sessions with Casey about the thoughts that go on in my mind about my body, especially my breasts. And I just really went deep in that with her of letting all the thoughts out and how frustrated I feel and how sad and mad and all the things, right? And then I challenged myself to go braless and really like just face it like, okay, I'm going to face the world authentically as me. Here I am world, right? And I felt so bad. I felt horrible. It felt, and I, and I really wanted to go to that numb state of mind because it just felt so crappy that day of like, oh God, give me something, you know, to like get me out of this. Because too, you know, I had stuff I needed to do that day. But what happened then is that I had a breakthrough that night of like, wow, Lindsay, you survived a whole day brawless, showing yourself authentically to the world. You didn't die because our brain loves to think that we're going to die from anything, even if it's not like a physical death. It's a death of, you know, the whole, in essence, like tribe, you know, you know, shunning us. Right. And so nobody will ever want to love us or be with us. And so, you know, back in the cave man and woman days, if we were shunned from the tribe, we would die. And so our brain goes there. Right. So anyways, I had this breakthrough and then it was like, oh, on the other side of now I can just be me. It feels so good. And I realized yet again of it feels the shittiest right before, you know, the clouds part and the sun shines in. It's like this really heavy, deep rain almost. And then, you know, then the sun comes out the next day and it's like, yes, now look at all this nourishment we have in the ground because of that rain. Isn't that so beautiful? You allowed yourself to just feel and cry and all the things, right? So I share all that with you again to fully get you to understand the difference between numb and neutral. All right. So neutral, even though it's right in the middle of the emotional chart and people really want to get to those high level emotions of joy and love and peace and gratitude. And those are great. Trust me. But I will tell you, neutral, it's underrated. I really love feeling neutral. And I have to generate neutrality often in my life as a coach. I go into almost every coaching call. I should be going into everyone, but you know, I'm human. Not everyone. I'm always neutral. But I go into those coaching calls of just like, I'm here to be present. I'm here to help them with whatever they need, fully show up as my authentic self, really stay connected to my spiritual source. So then again, I'm my most authentic self. I'm feeling really grounded. 
again, really present, clear-headed, and just holding that space for them, listening intently, asking questions, providing guidance that I feel like sometimes is channeled through me, through spirit. And it's a great feeling. It's a great, great feeling to have. And my clients who have felt it, and then they lose it for whatever reason, because again, new level, new devil sometimes. They're like, oh, Lindsay, I just want to get back to neutrality. I'm like, I know we will get there. I promise you're just at your next level. But now you know the tools. And so it'll be so much faster to get through it probably. And then remember the upswing and you'll get, you know, the goal or goals that you want. Because what's so cool too is whenever we set a goal or goals, then what happens is the brain will automatically, and even the body too, will start to show you, hey, here are the things that need to go for you to get this goal. And so that's why a lot of times if we just look at typical society, let's set New Year's resolutions, January 1st. And so they set them. And then by February 15th, it's a stat of something like 80% of people give up on their goals and resolutions. That's only like six weeks later. You know why? Because that first six weeks is the shittiest. It feels horrible. You're pulling all the things that are in the way, but people don't know this. And so they're like, oh, I just can't do it. It's not meant for me. It's too hard. And also too, they don't have the tools to push through and really feel the depth of feeling that shittiness to then get on the other side of it, which would likely be for them, you know, even just late February or March, they would be like, oh my gosh, look at this momentum I've already created in the first three months of the year. Yes. And then they would, you know, hopefully keep going. Right. Yeah. So my friends, neutrality is a great place. Numb was not very fun, but you know, if you are feeling numb, hopefully this is a wake up call for you. Maybe it's time for you to start coaching with me so we can get through that numbness. Maybe it's time to see a therapist or seek another coach who you feel called to to help you through that because I promise you on the other side is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place of this neutrality. And so again, anytime I'm really speaking to my clients here of Lindsay, neutral versus numb, I'm going to say go listen to this episode because it's very, very apparent the differences between the two. Now, of course, you can always ask me, we can coach on it and really make sure what you're feeling is neutrality and not numb. But I will say on that note, sometimes clients are so used to feeling so crappy for so long. And even, you know, we think sometimes it's like, oh, Lindsay, are you working with all these people who just like lay in bed all day and do nothing? No, these are driven, successful women who have made success happen, even though they have been behind the scenes feeling like crap. And even too, they didn't even consciously know sometimes that they are feeling like crap. Because it's just like, oh, I've always just felt this way, right? It's just, it's just like a part of them. It's like being born with a headache and not realizing what a headache feels like because you've always had it. Yeah. So yeah. So for, for clients, you know, when they get to that neutral place, it can be very daunting of like, oh my gosh, you mean I can just like go enjoy my life? It's like, yeah, you can just go enjoy your life. And so they freak out and think, is something wrong here? And I'm like, no, you're just feeling neutral. Enjoy it. Go, go be present, go live your authentic life, not have attachment to things and just be in the present moment and not worrying about the future or thinking about the past. So ah, I hope this episode helped you. I hope you had some insight for it. As I said, I'm staying up on a Friday night to record it for you on my phone. Fingers crossed the audio sounds good. 
and um, I will see you for the next episode. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're gonna accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60 minute consult call just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.